Over 60,000 songs are added to Spotify every day, and I'm here to make sure you don't miss any of the good ones. From independent artists just starting out to seasoned vets in the industry, this interview-style podcast highlights artists whose music you don't want to miss. Make sure to follow along to the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist to hear tracks from artists featured on the show. You're listening to Music You're Missing. I'm Brendan Gennetti, and today I'm talking to Stacey Ryan. Stacey Ryan is bringing jazz to the mainstream, especially after her viral TikTok moment with her song, Don't Text Me When You're Drunk. The track garnered over 20 million views on the app. And after a duet with rapper Zai went viral, the two officially released the track and it currently boasts over 10 million streams. I'm talking to Stacey at such an interesting time because she just followed up that massive single with her first solo studio release, Fall in Love Alone. If you've been listening to music you're missing for a while, you know through my past guests, Lawrence, Stephen Day, and Sophia James, that this retro jazz pop sound is like one of my favorites. And I'm so happy to share that Stacey Ryan absolutely killed it with Fall in Love Alone. It is already on my on repeat playlist on Spotify. Stacey is gearing up for a fall European tour with Joshua Bassett and, of course, is getting ready to release some more music. So I'm so excited to get her on the line amongst all of the chaos that she's probably got going on. But first, you've listened to podcasts before, you know the drill. Welcome to Music You're Missing, or as I like to call it, the modern radio station. I worked in radio since I was 18, and then I realized how outdated and archaic and just stupid everything in radio was. So I quit, and I started my own artist interview podcast and Spotify playlist brand called Music You're Missing. All artists interviewed on this podcast get featured on Music You're Missing Spotify playlist, among other hand-selected music from underrated artists. If you head there right now, you can see Stacy Ryan's face on the cover. And while you're checking out the playlist, would you mind following and rating the Music You're Missing podcast five stars? The more follows and five star ratings we get, the higher likelihood our episodes get playlisted, which in turn gives these awesome artists additional exposure. I promise that's all the soliciting for me. I am so excited to bring you Stacey Ryan on Music You're Missing. Hey, where are you sitting right now? (laughs) I'm actually sitting um, in my room that has... No furniture except this nightstand that I built last night at 2 a.m. Oh, gosh. Um, Because I just moved in to my new place uh, in Los Angeles, so it's very exciting. I know. This is your very first place away from the parents? My very first place, yeah. And I'm like, I am not only going to move out of my parents' house, I'm going to move across the country and to another country (laughs) because, you know... I just wanted to make things complicated. I know. I saw your TikTok um, a few days ago with the lyrics, you don't know you're growing until you're grown. And I, I yes. literally was destroyed by that. And it's funny that you say that because I wrote that song with um, two amazing writers in Nashville when I went a couple um, a couple weeks ago. It was at the end of April, end of April. And I got to that writing session and she was like, how are you feeling? Like... How, what's what's happening in your life? And I'm like, you know, like I'm I'm back and forth from home a lot, and I don't feel settled anywhere. And then I just kind of got like super emotional and literally started like crying in this songwriting session. And then she starts crying, and we're both like wiping our like eyes with Kleenex. And then we wrote that song. So you know, we really we really dived deep into the emotion. Wow, what a cathartic experience! It honestly felt good. I felt like I needed to like just write about that, you know, cause this, I feel like it's a super, um, you know, a lot of people 
go through it. Not only people in like the music industry, but just people like moving out and like uprooting their lives. Like it happens to so many people, yeah. you know? So I feel like people can really relate to that. Yeah. It is such a weird thing. Cause it does happen to so many people. And I, I had an experience where I, I just randomly moved to Montana, like when COVID happened and I went with my friend and I remember I dropped him off for him to leave. And I was just like, whoa, I'm alone in Montana. And like, it really is just this experience that you cannot describe. And you think you can, you think you understand. And then it hits you. And then, oh yeah. And all at once too. Like, you know, you, you're thinking about it and that you're going through it and it's happening. You're like, okay, like I'm feeling good. And then one day you're just like, wow, I am so sad. And then you write a song about it. Yeah, there you go. And then you get used to it and it's your new life and you'll have a great time. And it's your new, exactly. Like I'm already feeling so like for the amount of time that I've been in California, I already feel like really settled because I have an amazing group of really close friends who I can trust and that are just amazing people already in such a short amount of time. So I feel like really lucky that, you know, I'm not feeling that, oh no, I'm all alone in this new city because I'm not. And I, I don't think I ever really was. Mm-hmm. So look at that. You, you don't even have a bed yet. And you're already this positive. I don't even have a bed yet. <laughs> I just have a TV and a nightstand. Oh, and a guitar. All, of course. The only things course. we need. So you're originally from Montreal. Yeah. So I recently became obsessed with music from Montreal. Do you ever listen to the Montreal chill playlist on Spotify? So, okay, here's the thing. Lay it on me. I don't have I don't have Spotify. Oh my goodness. But <laughs> but 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 and I don't know if this is like I'm I'm literally going to subscribe today because okay. I have been moved. I've like people are like the playlists are amazing and I'm like, "You know what? They really are." And I'm going to get like a little speaker. My room's going to be so vibey, you know. Oh yeah. Because but listen to the reason. Then you'll be like, "Okay, I get it." Um my aunt had a family plan for Apple Music. So I'm like, great, I'll just hop on that. And it was great. I loved it. It did the job. You know, I had all my music in and it was great. But I definitely have seen that Spotify does really have some great it some does. Great perks. And you know what? You're about to be on the cover of the music you're missing Spotify playlist. How else are you going to find oh, that? Oh, <laughs> well, look at that. So now I have to get, but see, like you can use Spotify without yeah. like a subscription, but I, you definitely, so, you definitely uh, need one to like. Do you have like Spotify for artists? Like, are you able to see like all the playlists? And yeah. Stuff like that? Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely. And I'm like, it's super awesome. You know, even though I don't use Spotify yet. I'm like, damn, I'm on all these playlists and like, it's so great. And people are like sharing it on Instagram and stuff and like. I'm definitely not missing out on that part of Spotify. I'm just missing out like on like the user, like being able to listen to to other people's music, yeah. you know? So I'm hopping on it today. Okay. After we get off this call, <laughs> I'm subscribing to Spotify Premium. I love it. I, I hope that I was like the catalyst in that. You were. You played a big role. I was like, hmm, should I do it? And then you were like, do it. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll do it. That's awesome. So obviously I want to talk to you about your breakout single, Don't Text Me When You're Drunk. I mean, you've said that this song has changed your life and considering the track has over 10 million streams, like 20 million plus views on TikTok. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel even hopped on a verse. I'm curious to hear directly from the source. Like, how did this song change your life? Honestly, it it has done. I've been dreaming to be where I am right now for like my whole life. And don't text me when you're drunk. I can literally say this with 100% confidence was the kickoff and was like the thing that kind of made the snowball or the domino effect and got me signed to a, a label and gave me enough financial security to, to move and to like do my job out here. 
And, you know, obviously it's not just that this was kind of the gateway Mm -hmm. because now people started knowing who I was because of it. And then they would go see all the other stuff I've done, but literally it's, it's easy to like put a song out and, and promote it and then kind of just like forget about it. Not really, but you know, just kind of, you know, you're moving on, you're doing, you're touring, you're writing other music, but I, I owe so much to that song because it literally, it, and I know like a lot of people would be like, oh, it's like this changed my life, but it literally did. It like flipped my life 180. Mm -hmm. Like I went from being in school, living with my parents to living on my own and being a musician full time. Yeah. And as you're saying that, like being in your first apartment in LA as well, like that's just a a wild It's like, it's proof, you know, like, and all that in the span of six months, not even. I know the whole process was super, super quick. Did that, like, were you stressed out during that or were you just really excited? So I feel like, because I get asked this question a lot and I feel like when I'm going through periods of like a lot of things are happening and it's like stressful, I feel like. I'm just kind of coasting and just kind of getting everything done because that's how I like stay like grounded and Mm -hmm. not get too overwhelmed in a situation. But, you know, I can't do that all the time because like, you know, when I wrote the song uh, in Nashville about not feeling settled, you know, all just kind of came to a head and I was like, all the emotions just kind of exploded out. But I've, I think my brain has always known that I was meant to be in this career and meant to be in this lifestyle of, of traveling a lot and, you know, like being really busy and having late nights. And so I think while all this stuff is happening at an alarmingly quick pace, (laughs) I think I'm just like, yeah, cool. Like, this is what I want to do, you know? That's awesome. I love that attitude. I was listening to a podcast that you did and you had a similar attitude just about like (laughs) kind of unrelated, but I'm getting similar vibes. You're talking about how like Nashville is so touristy, but you love it anyways. And I feel like just having that positive mindset, especially, you know, in this industry on the artist front is, is super helpful for the longevity of your career. Oh, definitely. Because I feel like, you know, you just kind of have to take everything in like as it comes and Mm -hmm. just kind of delegate your time so that, you know, you can get everything done and give everything its own time that it deserves, you know, and just kind of, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot when you have like multiple things and a big things on your to-do list and that are coming up and they all seem to be like around the exact same time. Yeah. But then again, it's stuff that like, it's, playing big shows it's releasing more music you know so like yeah these are big scary things in hindsight but like you're that's what you're working towards as an artist all the time so you're you're stressed about it a little bit but then when it's happening and when it happens it's like the greatest feeling ever of course of course well i mean speaking of shows i know that you recently came off tour with lawrence so cool to see that you're on that tour because you literally like if i scrolled all the way back to your tiktok you covered them like way you know years ago and you went on tour with them like one how was that like were you starstruck oh most definitely (laughs) and it's it's really really funny the lawrence tour because they did a contest i think last year 2020 or 2021 and they were like we'd love for um, our fans to open on tour for us, you know, so send us in a submission, you know, and like, and what date you would want to play for. And like, we would love to have you on tour. So I'm like, Oh my God, like, I'm definitely going to enter this. So I, you know, I put up a video on Instagram and at this point, like Gracie, who's, yeah, I mean, you 
did an interview with them. So, you know, um, uh, she reached out personally like a couple weeks after and she's like, because we had already been following each other, um, on TikTok and on Instagram at this point for a little bit. And she's like, we loved your submission, but like, um, due to like, you know, just other stuff, like we're going to go with some, cause I would, I had auditioned for like the Toronto date. Cause mm-hmm. that was like the only Canadian date. And that's kind of close to me in Montreal. So, and she's like, due to like logistics and just some other details, like we're going to go with someone else, but like, we love your music and like, we're going to work with you very soon. Like we know it. And then literally like we, the offer came in and I was like, yes. Like my manager, he's like, oh, so like we got a tour offer from Lawrence and I'm like, you're literally joking. And I'm like, like, this was like, it was the, if someone would have asked me what, person would you see yourself opening up for like what would be the perfect act i i would say them i was and literally I just say gonna them. say that that like i feel like that is the perfect match for you it's the per like because like they're so musical and like i mean i love all their music and getting to hear it live killer like, show literally like one of my killer show i like i watched it six times because i i only opened six nights and i could have like done the whole tour oh yeah I always say oh, their, their show is um it's it's like a it gives me a hangover like I want more like I, I feel it the next day I'm like oh. jazzed I'm energized I guess like a good hangover one hundred percent no it was like it was such an amazing experience just because I got to like you know I hadn't really been around a touring environment like ever before you know I had done some shows I performed in a lot of bars in Montreal I did a couple of big shows you know, around like my hometown and stuff. But this was my first time like going on the road and like doing sound check, loading in, loading out. And that was my first ever time like experiencing that kind of like show routine and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't be more thankful that it was with them because they were, you know, not only are they like literally the nicest people I've ever met, but they were always down to like, you know, help me if I had any questions or like, right there willing to answer my questions on anything and I also got to sing with them every night during their set which was like come on I would not have imagined myself a year ago that I would be singing on stage with them at their shows like it was just like it felt like such a full circle moment and now I'm so excited to go back on the road in October in the fall with Joshua Bassett and that's you know I feel like it's so cool because this is going to be a, such a different experience I know because you know he is you know he's not Lawrence he's his own <laughs> thing so like everything is going to be different but I'm so excited to like live this new touring experience because I've done the touring part but now everything else is going to be different so I'm really looking forward to that yeah I mean it's cool that you were able to flex that muscle well not even flex it like develop that muscle since it was your first tour and now take it overseas it's a european tour have you ever played in europe at all um so i have but i went with like my band from school like when i was in high school and because i was in like a i was in a like an intense intensive music program when i was in high school so we played in like a concert band and like i played the trumpet and we did a bunch of shows all year and every um three years the advanced concert band would go to europe for 12 days and like play play concerts over there so i have i have played the trumpet in europe <laughs> but i've never um oh and I, I used to sing like one song 
with the band, but like I've never like done my stuff over in Europe. So I'm really, really excited for that. I know that's so exciting. And also just like the differences in a European crowd versus an American crowd, a larger venue too. It's definitely another learning experience. One, 100%, you know, and like the language barrier too. Like, you know, I speak French, so going to France is going to be really, really exciting in the UK. That's no problem. But, you know, like the Netherlands and Germany, like that, I mean, obviously they speak English, but I think I'm just really excited to just kind of like dive into like a whole other world, you know, because I've yeah. never been, I've only been to France and Spain. So I've never been a little more out, um, I guess, west. Do you speak Portuguese? Europe, I mean. Do you speak Portuguese too? So I don't speak it, but I, when I was in college, we, one semester was dedicated to Latin music and learning like bossa nova and samba. So we had to like take classes on Portuguese pronunciation because we would be singing it a lot. So I, and I definitely like, uh, listen to the song a lot if I'm like going to be putting like a cover out. So then I try to like get it as exact as possible, but I do not speak Portuguese I don't even speak Spanish. That's so, so interesting. Mean, I know they're not the same thing, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, you like obviously I've seen you know many TikToks of you doing covers or, or songs in Portuguese, and I think the comments are like, "You must be fluent." Yeah, they're like, "You speak Portuguese better than me," and I'm from Brazil, and I'm like, "No, <laughs> I don't." Like if because and singing and speaking is so different. Yeah, I can imagine. You know because I it. I don't know how to explain it, but it just is. Yeah, because I guess you don't necessarily need to know what you're saying if you're singing it, so long as it sounds good. You're right. And like, there's just the inflection in the way you say the words are differently. You know, like when you're speaking, you have like highs and lows and different like um, uh, stresses on different words. Mm-hmm. And like singing, if you're trying to copy someone exactly how they're singing it, you kind of pick up on what they're doing. So it's kind of a little bit easier. But like speaking is just... It's so different. It's so a whole other ball I, game. It's a whole other ball game. So I only sing in Portuguese and that's that's where I draw the line. But I would love <laughs> to learn it, you know, like definitely. But I I don't have uh, time. No. Yeah, no, definitely not. That's that's OK. Yeah, maybe not right now. <laughs> maybe like ne- next year or something, you know. Duolingo on the tour bus uh, later in life. Oh, 100%. So are you ever going to release a song in French? I'm a huge I recently like, I think I mentioned this. I recently got into French music and I'm obsessed. I mean, I would be so down. I think that's something that makes me stand out a little bit is, yeah. you know, not just the fact that I'm from Canada, but, you know, because like Quebec is a whole other and Montreal is a whole other music scene. And I feel like really grateful that I got to grow up around that kind of, you know, music, just like playing jazz in bars, you know, like I feel like that really helped shape the way my music sounds and the way I write music. So I definitely owe, you know, a lot to the music scene in Montreal. And I'm just so grateful that I learned French because my family is all English. So I went to like English elementary school And then starting in high school, I went to a French, like all in French because the music program was better. I'm like, I don't care. I'll suffer. I just want a good music program. And then, you know, you're thrown right into it and you learn the language eventually. Wow. Talk about grinding since like day one. Day one. And it was terrifying. You know, like you're, you're going and everyone speaks French and you're like this little English kid in the middle. And like, it wasn't only French class that was in French. It was like every other class like science and history and and gym class like all in french (laughs) so it was kind of terrifying 
but I'm so grateful now because I'm yeah. fluent and I just, I could, I like after high school, I did all the rest of my schooling in French because I don't know why, but the, all the really best music programs and the one that I wanted to go to were all at the French schools. Wow. That is so cool. Good for you. I mean, to yeah. know that you want, like the risk is worth a reward, but to know that you want to do that at a young age, I, the idea of work when I was younger, it was never anything I wanted to add more of to my plate. <laughs> right. I mean, I think I kind of just didn't even like, I was just like, Oh, like I love music so much. So it'll be, it'll turn out fine. And it did. Well, here you go. So that brings me to like, obviously don't text me when you're drunk is huge and that can be scary to follow up. And you recently released your single fall in love alone. Now. I mean, I know that you write a lot. How did you know that that was the next track to come out? It was kind of just like a feeling and just like, cause I met like my manager and the producers that I'm working with on my music in October of last year. And I came out for like a week and I just kind of, it was like an introductory kind of week where we started writing together and we saw how like we, how we gelled and stuff. And then I came back in February of this year to do like a three week writing trip. So I was writing with different writers and the same producers every day for three weeks straight. So we were getting songs every day and fall in love alone was written actually with a friend of mine who I had met over TikTok because I have met like the roommate that I'm living with we met on TikTok really? so you know yes so <laughs> you know very funny things can happen but I had um found him on TikTok and we had like FaceTimed a couple times and tried to work on some music because uh, he's from Brazil his name's Victor Franco he's a really really talented does he guy. speak Portuguese he definitely does there's yes. your in. so I, I could I could definitely <laughs> ask him to teach me um, and I was really excited to get into work with him because, you know, we, we knew each other mm-hmm. and we had talked a couple times. And so it was me, Victor and Laura Anderson, who's another amazing writer. And we kind of got in the room and I remember James, who's one of my producers, he started playing that piano riff at the beginning. And I'm like, that is it. You know, like that's, and it was just like, I was like, I've never I've never thought to even think of that kind of chord progression, you know, so it instantly caught my ear and, you know, as writing sessions usually start, they're like, what do you want to write about? Like, what are you feeling? Like what's particularly like grabbing at your heartstrings today? And, you know, like I wrote, we wrote about this one time where I had feelings for someone and I just really didn't know if they liked me back. And I was like, but I was too scared to say anything. So I was just kind of like, this is what I, and the person knows it's about them, which is great. <laughs> and we're like, we're on, we're, we're on really good terms. Like we're really good friends. Okay, good. Um, I think it's just also a super relatable thing because so many people find themselves in that position where they want to say so many things, but maybe don't have like the guts to mm-hmm. say it. And I feel like sometimes putting it into a song and just kind of, you know, like making them listen to it without telling them it's about them is like a, definitely a way that songwriters like tell people stuff. Like I've definitely done that multiple times after this song. And I think like when we, when we wrote it, I was so excited about the song that day. And, you know, we sat on it for a while because we, you know, we had more writing and then I went home and then I was back. And then once we, I think I just said, Oh, that's the single. Like that's the next one. Like I just knew, like I did, it wasn't even like there are, we have other like really, really amazing songs that are also coming out soon, but that one just felt like the perfect next 
release after don't text me when you're drunk to kind of go into this new sound because to me the sound of fall in love alone is not really new but we're kind of in a transition from the more poppy viral tiktok sound song to now more like jazz and more theory and more like complex arrangements so i feel like this was the perfect gateway song to that's that. kind of how i digested it as well like i feel like from you know if i listen to what you've posted whether your covers or like your original i feel like this one is like okay i i feel like we're moving into the direction of really where i i see you continuing to like flourish not that you know you didn't before but i feel like you're really like defining yeah. your sound exactly and i think like a lot of other because like the the feedback from the song has been like literally i have not seen one bad comment about falling love alone that's amazing and that's just, that's not that's a hard feat to get right there congrats on I that know, because thank you because like you know don't text me when you're drunk with a viral moment of any kind you're gonna get hate 100 percent. like oh, yeah. you could do everything perfectly and people will still hate on you so i kind of like developed this tougher skin from that because it was my first time ever releasing original music and it was a big viral moment so like along with that came you know like trolls and haters so when I put fall in love alone out I was like ready to like see those comments again you know just because like you, they're gonna happen eventually but then it was just like nothing but like love and amazing words about the song and like people like oh I, I relate to this song so hard and I'm like that's what I was going yeah. for. That's also, you know, when you know that you're reaching the right audience is when they support you and they don't need to like come at you. And it's so funny because you can tell it just because it's viral. Like it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with 100%. the song. Like it's just, 100%. and that's what, I, that's my least favorite thing about TikTok is like, there's just always going to be some negativity. And I, like you said, you, you know, you got tough skin, but I am, I'm so sensitive. <laughs> that stuff always bothers me. Oh my God, it, it still definitely affects me and it probably always will. It's just, you have to get into the mindset of being like, look at what you're doing in your life. You know, like I was just able to get my first apartment. I'm doing my dream job. I'm living in a new city. I'm making all these friends. I'm having the best time of my life. And then someone comments something that like, oh, like that, that really hurt. But I'm like, wait, let's go back. <laughs> what am I doing? Am I doing my dream job? Yes. Is this comment going to change anything about that? No. And you know, I, this person is probably like not having a good day or they're sad or something. And they're trying to like, trying to get a little, a little rush or something. And I'm like, you know, if that's what made you feel a little bit better for five seconds, that's kind yeah, of right? for you. Like congrats you know? on like and the 11 likes you got on your TikTok comment. <laughs> 100%. And then you think now, like I'm thinking back to all that hate that I got on don't text when you're drunk being like, oh, you were in your own song. Like you shouldn't even have been on the song. And now I'm like, I don't even think about those comments anymore. And they probably don't even think that they, like the people who commented them are probably not even thinking about it anymore. Oh yeah. That's another you know? thing. Just the impermanence of everything on TikTok too is like. 100%. The it's hate so, like, goes away. It goes away like yeah it'll it, it's all the comments are always there but like the people who commented that and me like i'm not thinking about those hate comments when i'm out like collecting your bag songs <laughs> and working collecting my bag <laughs> exactly so yeah so i think it definitely comes with the career you know you kind of have to just be ready to receive hate sometimes it's valid sometimes it's not you know like sometimes it could be actual criticism which you know is obviously welcome 
And sometimes it's just like plain downright rude for no reason. And mm-hmm. you're like, wow, you must have been really bitter to comment something like that on a stranger's post. But you definitely, you find ways to, to like, not justify it. That's really the wrong word. But to like, live see, with it. Yeah, you know, and just not let it affect you that much. Yeah. I'm speaking as if like I've ever received like a ton of hate, which I never like really have. Like don't text me when you're drunk was like the most. And even then like that, what it really wasn't that much. And honestly, hopefully that's it. Like, and, you know, like we said, now that you have oh, a yeah. better hopefully. version of like, or a better understanding of who you are and like what you want to sound like you have a team around you. It's like, you know who you are. You're connected to the right people. That's you're Stacy Dam Ryan. I'm Stacy Dam Ryan. That's all right. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, with all that being said, I, I've got to pull a little bit here because I've seen you teasing a track called deep end and I just kind of, why tell me, what is it? Is it the next track? Do we know when it's coming out? Tell me everything that you possibly can. It's such a fun track. It's like the perfect mix of like pop funk. Our, our, um, our reference tracks when we were like producing it was like kiss by Prince and, um, the way you make me feel by Janelle Monet. Yeah, that one. And also, what's the song by the Jonas Brothers? Mm, very like fun, poppy. I can't think of the name, but one of the songs by the Jonas Brothers. And like, I think we created this perfect mix of like, you know, having a more poppier sound, but still having those tiny jazz theory elements in there that are like definitely something that I do a lot. Mm-hmm. And also, just like a great melody with like super fun lyrics you know and so i'm very very excited like every time i i tease it on tiktok i put hashtag song of the summer you know just manifesting and i was actually just on set on sunday filming the music video for it that's exciting when i tell you this is gonna look so good like we were at a pool so we had we rented out a place in woodland hills i don't know if you're familiar with la or around but um it was just like this lady's house and she rents out like for productions and stuff and so we had like extras and we it was kind of giving um fabulous from high school musical too <laughs> i am obsessed with that like with with choreographed like leg twists and like snaps no and, like, way diving. i'm not i'm being 100 percent serious that's all that this is so exciting for you it's i and like, I was, you know, I was, I was doing my thing behind the camera. And then uh, Nina, the director, she's like, come look at the monitor to like, see like playback. And I'm like, already without even editing, it looks so good. And I think also that's another kind of like fall in love alone. You know, we did a music video for don't text me when you're drunk, but it was definitely just like, definitely just a performance video. You know, me and Zai were in it, which that was like the really cool part of it, but yeah. there were like not too much of a storyline, but like, these are just like, it's like a, a step up just as, as like fall in love alone is a step up from don't text me when you're drunk, you know? So I feel like we're moving into like this new look and sound for me, which is like a super exciting time. And I wish that I could, you know, tease and just say, Hey, like so much is coming out so soon, but you know, obviously like when you're with a label, like you definitely have to follow some, <laughs> yeah. A, a schedule, you know? So that's been also an interesting, interesting thing to navigate is like, like having a whole digital team and making sure like you're, you're planning out and like not releasing, like releasing the cover art, but not the date for the single. Like it's, it's a very weird, um, yeah, I mean, not it's weird. It's just, 
it's like a whole other job yeah. now. Like you have oh, so many definitely. other people to report to while also still being an artist. Yeah. And it's, it's truly like, honestly, Island has been so great. They were so hands-on. I'm always texting with my A&R and like the product manager. I think that's her title. Anyway, her name's Natasha. She's amazing. Um, and they're just always like, I'm sharing like, um, like cover art ideas and like, uh, we're going back and forth about the songs and like, we're talking about like little notes and like, they're super hands-on and even like the heads of the label, you know, like I could just call Justin Eshack and who's like the, one of the new heads of Island records. Um, and I, and you know, I could talk to him, which is so great, you know, because in some other labels, it it might not be like that. And I just love that. It feels like a, a big family instead of, I'm the artist, they're the label and that's it. You Definitely. Know? I mean, now that you have like these resources and especially like music videos and the way rollouts work, are you now mindful when you're writing like, oh, how does this translate into a music video or like, how does this translate to cover art? Definitely more than I was before. 100%. Okay. Like now when I write a song, I, I see kind of, I already am thinking visual for it. And I never really was before. I was just writing the song. I was writing what the words felt yeah. and were, how they were coming out, you know? And, but now I'm like, exactly like you said, I'm like, oh, how would this look in a music video? Oh, well, what would I want the cover art to be? Like what's, cause I, I always, this is random, but I always write songs and like never write it, like get a title for the song until like I physically have to, I'll just write the song and be like, ah, oh, I'll choose a title later. But now it's like, <laughs> You wrote the song and you're like, what's the title right now? You know? So it's just like, it's a whole different way of like writing and kind of visualizing your songs. And, but it's super exciting because I can think of an idea and then tell it to someone and they're like, we'll make it happen. And then they do. It's crazy when they actually do like, (laughs) you know, like it's crazy that you can have a vision and other people can execute it. I love how passionate you are about this. It's making me very excited for the track and for the music video as well. Well, I, I'm glad that, that, translates because it's sometimes hard when um like you know when you're signed to a label like you you need to make music videos and you need to make all this content and like sometimes you don't have an idea for a music video right away for a song and then sometimes someone else comes up with an idea for you and it's amazing and then you do it so I'm glad that like this song that's coming out like I you know like we definitely we talked at length with the director about the idea and like I got to set and we still, I still wasn't kind of really sure about like what was going down. But as soon as I was, we were like, I was behind the camera and she was showing me monitor footage. I'm like, this is going to be literally like the best thing ever. Like, it's just going to be so fun and so fresh, you know, (laughs) fresh. Love it. I mean, new apartment, new music on the horizon, a tour on the horizon signed to a label so much change so my question for you is like if i speak to you next time you're in tour in boston say in like a year what do you hope to have accomplished in a year okay so next basically next june let's do it next june (laughs) and we meet up um i definitely want a full-length album out 100 percent um I would love to be either doing or have done or will be doing my own headline tour. Um, Just because like, I love opening. I think it's an amazing thing to definitely like learn the ropes and just kind of get new fans and 
play with someone who you would never really have the opportunity to play with normally. But a headline tour is just like, Oh yeah. I mean, that's the next step after this. You're the headliner, you know, like how, how amazing must that, like that feel that people line up around the building to come see you. And that's something I'm really looking forward to. So full length album, headline tour and Spotify car. Oh, a car. Oh, Spotify. (laughs) Right. I want to buy a car. Yeah. Cause I have one at home, but, um, it definitely is not worth paying all that money to like ship it out here. Yeah. Like it's, she's old. So, um, I want to get an electric car. I want to be oh. environmentally friendly. Good for you. And also, you know, the gas prices, they're, they're pretty high right now. Maybe in a year, maybe, yeah. maybe it'll be a little less. That's hey, my, tell me about it. That's my goal. Like I, I feel for the Ubers, you know, yeah. because like the gas is so expensive. So, and you know, like just having a car is so convenient. So I would love to tour album car, Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. which i'm gonna get literally right after this call and so portuguese. that'll be done and and learn portuguese <laughs> right five things love it i mean well, we've got a lot going on um but we'll certainly keep in touch i think maybe i'll just like dm you every so often make sure you're keeping up with your duolingo um and okay that, perfect <laughs> and i mean i might i might slack so you might have to like send the, the owl to my house or something <laughs> i will uh well stacy this has been a great conversation truthfully yeah.